This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 301. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes for our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 301. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. So happy to be here with you. Always, always excited to spend time with you, be in your ears, in your car, wherever you happen to be listening. Wherever you're listening, I hope that you're like by yourself chilling out a little bit. I'm going to dive into my shameless mom of the week in just a minute and into today's episode. But I have to tell you first, a few of you might be a little disappointed. My apologies. On Wednesday of last week, I recorded an episode with Vinny and I kind of teased it on Instagram and said it was going to go up today and I actually bumped it out to next Monday. So don't hate me. It's coming. So my schedule got totally jacked up last week and I ended up having to record with him in my office, which I've never done before. And it was actually pretty funny. And what was crazy is the thing that I wanted to talk about in that episode was I wanted to tell like the story about him and about how he had this like massive meltdown. And then I was like, okay, I can't tell the story when he's like sitting right next to me because he'll get 
offended <laughs> that I'm talking about him. So I was like, okay, how can I do this? So I kind of integrated him into the story. And it's pretty hilarious how what he allowed me to talk about what he didn't want me to say, like all these things. So you will get a sneak peek into all of that next Monday. And I will tell you, I bumped that episode because this topic came up. And I don't know something about it. I was like, I just need to talk about this sooner than later. And because I feel like it's early in the year, and we're kind of looking right now at what do we want to embrace for ourselves for the year? What do we want to let go of? What do we want to set free? What do we want to like be really intentional and mindful about? And I think this topic today is more appropriately timed. And so I just like felt this sense of urgency to get it out. And maybe that means that one of you just really, really needs to hear that today and hear this message today. And for whatever reason, like the universe told me to share this with you. And that's why it's happening. I don't know. But I just felt compelled to bump the episode that was going to be today to next Monday. And you're getting this today because I want you to set your secrets free. And I've been learning to set my secrets free. And it's really been helpful to me and impactful to me. So I think that we'll all get a lot out of this episode. Next Monday, you'll get Vinny's Shameless Mom debut, which he's pretty pumped about. So thank you for your patience on that. All right. So Shameless Mom of the Week What's funny about this Shameless Mom of the Week is I started reading through this review and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I'm so excited to share this as a Shameless Mom of the Week nominee. And then I got to the end and I was like, oh, I totally know who that's from. And usually because of the way that the reviews show up in iTunes, I can't often tell who they're from unless someone leaves a name at the end. So it's always a treat when I get to the end and I'm like, oh, I know who that's from. So this Shameless Mom of the Week is Carrie C. And Carrie's a shameless mom, but she's also in Momentum Mamas. And I have had such a great time getting to know her and working with her and see her grow and evolve in the last few months. So that's been really, really cool. And you're going to hear some of that come through in her review. So just a reminder, if you want to nominate yourself for Shameless Mom of the Week, all you do is go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, and that will put you into my Apple Podcasts or iTunes portal. And you just scroll down to the ratings and review area, rate the show five stars or however many stars you want to give me, and then write a few sentences of a review, letting me know how the show has impacted your life. Put your name in there because then I can give you credit and acknowledge you more appropriately. So here's what Carrie says about being part of the Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy has impacted my life greatly since I found it. I heard about it while listening to For Crying Out Loud, and the title originally was what drew me in. After hearing one episode, I was completely hooked and immediately binged on all of the episodes. Sarah has an amazing mindset around motherhood and does a phenomenal job of giving other moms the tools needed to change their mindsets around motherhood as well. Before I found the Shameless Mom Academy, I was so wrapped up in raising my son and running a household. I had a mindset of, I will take care of me when my kid is in high school. I was legitimately under the belief that I could either be a mom or be an individual person with my own needs. Then in comes Sarah Dean to gently take me by the hand or maybe just shake me a little and say, uh, there's a better way. Since I've started listening to the podcast, I've made drastic changes to maintain my individuality and pursue my own goals alongside the goals of my family. I learned to ask for help. Who knew so many people are happy to help me? I take time for myself unapologetically and have started pursuing my own entrepreneurial ventures. I'm no longer cranky, tired, or feeling overwhelmed, even though I'm making some big strides in life. I'm able to handle everything life throws at me because Sarah has taught me how to reframe anything and make it easier or enjoyable. 
I've had the pleasure of joining her Momentum Mamas group as well, and that has had a huge impact on my mental and physical health, my career, and my overall realization that I can do just about anything as long as I can keep a growth mindset and shift and pivot as necessary. It is a beautiful community with some amazing women doing amazing things. Sarah has cultivated this group in such a careful way, making it a judgment-free, supportive, and encouraging space. Within one month of joining Momentum Mamas, I shamelessly had a conversation with my boss and negotiated a $12,000 a year raise. That alone should be a testament to the power Sarah Dean provides for moms and for all women for that matter. She is a force to be reckoned with and her commitment to showing up is unmatched. I love this podcast and will be excited every Monday and Wednesday that I get to listen to a new episode. Thank you to the Shameless Mom Academy for helping me find myself in motherhood instead of waiting till my kids are grown. It is such a great gift. So Carrie, oh my gosh, it's, I mean, you, one would think I paid you to say all that, which I did not, but that is just such a huge testament to the power of this community. I can't thank you enough for all your kind words. And it's such an honor to be on this journey with you. And I want to say that while Carrie gives me a ton of credit in this, which is very, very generous, also she's showing up and she's taking action and that is huge. And so I'll take some credit for sure. Like I know that I provide good content. But also, I know that providing good content only matters if it's followed up by people who take action on it. So Carrie, hugs and high fives, mama, for all the action that you take every damn day. I'm super, super proud of you. All right. So with all that said, let's dig into today's topic because this is kind of a big one. And this is going to challenge you and it's going to make you squirm. And I'll tell you, it made me a little uncomfortable talking about this or deciding that I was going to talk about this because I was like, I'm going to have to share some things, but I also think this is going to be super, super valuable. So I'll let you know that the inspiration behind this episode came up when I was in a conversation in a group with some women and one woman came out and said, I just want to let you all know about the secret that only a few people in my life know about. And I've held it in for all these years, even though it's impacted my entire life. It's like this close family secret that no one knows about except for just like literally less than a handful of people. And it's something that I really want to work through. And so as soon as she shared what this secret was, which I'll share in a minute, as soon as she shared what this was, I immediately thought like, this is so interesting because... To me, her secret was like, I don't want to say it wasn't that big of a deal, but I was like, that doesn't, it's not a reflection of who you are. It's not a reflection of what you're capable of. It's about other people, not you. So like, let's process this and like figure out a way for you to move on for this because I don't want you to be stuck in this secret. And she was admitting that like she'd had discomfort and stress and like negative energy around the secret for her whole life. And that's a big, big deal. And then other people started chiming in and sharing their secrets that were holding them back and saying, you know, here's the thing that I have going on. And we were all kind of laughing at one point. Like we all think that we have these secrets that would just be crippling if anyone found out about them. And in the reality, they're only big in our own heads. Like when you actually say them out loud, everyone's like, cool. So I still think you're awesome. Moving along. (laughs) It's kind of funny and not to make light of things that can be really heavy, but also it speaks to how much we make things really big in our head when they're not that big to other people and other people don't see them, see our secrets as a reflection of us in many cases, but we think they're a huge reflection of us. 
So the original story was that this woman said, I've carried this secret with me my whole life that my mom and my stepmom are sisters. So her parents got divorced when she was very young and her dad remarried her mother's sister. So basically her stepmom is also her aunt. And she's like, very few people know about this. And it was just this like very quiet thing. No one ever talked about. And she said, because she felt very protective of her mother, she kept this secret really close. And so as soon as she shared this, other people were chiming in, you know, with other family things that we were like, yeah, like everyone has this one thing in their family where they're like, well, no one talks about it, but there's like this one thing that's like super weird. And we all have that thing, right? Like right now you're all thinking, oh yeah, like that one thing Uncle Bob does or whatever, like whatever the thing is. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners 
listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So we all have that thing. And when it's our own thing, we think it's really big. But to someone else, like when she shared the secret, we were all like, okay, like that doesn't change anything about you or how you show up in the world or like how you're valuable or what you're worth or like all these things. But she said it was something that she'd been holding close to her for so long. And she knew if she could release this secret, that it would be really, really freeing to her. So one of the other moms in this conversation then shared My heart really breaks for the little girl who had to hide this family dynamic, but my heart soars for the woman who is breaking those barriers and now rewriting the story for herself and for her family. And I think that the essence of all of this is when we have to hold other people's secrets, we become stunted in that place. So if you are holding a secret from when you were very young, there's a piece of you that is still stuck there with that secret. And it might be because the secret, because you think something happened that was your fault. It might be because you're trying to protect someone. It might be just out of shame and embarrassment. Like there's all sorts of reasons that you might be holding this secret. But I want you to think about, and I think this is so touching. And I know that the person who shared this story wasn't particularly impacted by this comment of that my heart breaks for this little girl who had to hide this. I want you to think about if you've been holding on to a family secret for any length of time or holding on to a secret from your past for any length of time, I want you to think about the little girl or the young woman who is stuck in that secret and how freeing her will let you soar. I think that's so powerful. So one of the other stories that came up as part of that conversation was another woman saying, you know, I've been holding the secret that hardly anyone knows that my dad had a child when I was 37. So she said, now at 40, I have a three-year-old sister. So her sister is younger than her own children. And she said, that is awkward. And then she like shared a picture of this little girl who's adorable, of course. And she's like, but look how cute she is. But there's like this family stuff around the story and the situation. And again, when we can work through those things and not feel that they're a reflection of who we are or of our own worth, then it helps everyone, right? And I also think of this little three-year-old girl and her story of having a sister who's sister who's 40 or had a sister who was 37 when she was born. So there's like that story works both ways. So what hit me with that was that I had stories that when I was in my teen years and even in my early 20s, that I kept really close to myself because I felt like things that my parents had done reflected poorly on me. And part of it was because my mom taught at the same school that I went to from until through the eighth grade. So my whole grade school, middle school experience, my mom taught at the same school. So I felt a little more exposed, I think, or a little more vulnerable maybe because of that. So my mom had me when she was 37. She had my sister at 40. And in 1975, like that was considered quite old to be having children. And I always was so worried that my classmates would find out how old my mom was. Now this is laughable because I had Vinny when I a few like two months before I turned 37. So now it's like so not a big deal. But I thought it was a really big deal. And I was like, oh my God, what if anyone ever finds out? I also was terrified that people would find out that my mom had been a nun. 
So my mom was a nun from the time she left high school, from the time she was 17, not left, but she graduated from high school at 17 and entered the convent. And she was in the convent for 17 years or 16 years, 16, 17. I think I always say 17 and then she gets mad at me and tells me it was only 16. And anyone who listens to me saying that is going to be like, is there really that big of a difference? Which yes, I agree. (laughs) She likes me to be clear on that. So I think maybe it was 16 years. At any rate, she was a nun for a long time. And if you're right now thinking of like the sound of music and the mother superior, yes, my mom was in the convent long enough to be a mother superior. So she started out as like Maria in the sound of music and worked her way up mother superior. And I was also terrified that people would find out that my mom had been a nun. Like, I could not imagine anything more embarrassing. And then in high school, I became friends with someone whose mom was a nun and her dad was a priest. And I was like, okay, like we can have the secret together, but like we never talk about this outside of here, right? Like we do not tell other people, but she was way more comfortable with it. So by the end of high school, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. We can tell people this, like we have this really cool thing in common that like no one else has. And I totally shifted that secret away from like, oh my God, my mom did this really embarrassing thing by becoming a nun to like, oh, you want to know my coolest family story? And I still embrace it that way. And I'm still completely, instead of like, being shameful or weirded out by my mom having this very unique background, which by the way, was very common in where she grew up and in the time and place that she grew up. Like a lot of people in her family and our family friends and everything, a lot of them were nuns and priests at different periods in their life in these little Catholic communities. But the thing that I had felt was like so weird and potentially kind of shameful and embarrassing actually became like this super cool, like, like a party trick, like, oh, well, you want to know this crazy thing about me? My mom was a nun. And that really shifts the power in the story. Like as soon as I could release it in that way, it was like, oh, but like, who's going to hurt me with that? Or who's going to like, it has nothing to do with me. And sometimes we get caught up in other people's stories as if they have something to do with us. Like my mom having me at an older age didn't really impact me. It doesn't have anything to do with me. It's not like a reflection of me being less worthy, nor was her story being none. Like that's all her story. That's not my story. So similarly, my dad has been married five times. Not something that like, I love to run around town bragging about. Like I did not find this out until I was a teenager. I think, I mean, definitely I was a teenager. I just don't remember quite how old I was, but I was shocked. Like he had been married twice before my mom. And I was completely shocked by that. It never entered my mind that he had been married before marrying my mom. I think that you never think to ask one of your parents, like, oh, by the way, in the middle of family dinner, were either of you married before this? So if it's not something that's commonly talked about, or maybe there weren't kids involved in previous marriages, it just doesn't come up. And so I remember asking, I don't even know how it came up. My sister, not my husband, my sister and I were camping with my dad and it somehow came up and like over a campfire. And we were both like, wait, what? You've been married before mom? How? Who? To who? Like, what? And then we were like, well, do we have other siblings? And I kid you not, this was his response. He's like, well, I don't think so. But one of the marriages was to someone like a tribal marriage. I'm not even sure it was totally legal. And I don't think she had any kids. Yeah, that was the response. So my sister and I did this day joke, like, well, maybe we have a brother or sister somewhere. So his third marriage was to my mom. Then he's married twice since my mom. The woman he's married to now, he's been married to for quite a while. And she's been really, really great for him. And I'm very grateful that he has her. And I think that like, you know, sometimes it takes five times. But I will tell you that that's uncomfortable to me. Because 
that's one of those things where you're like, do people think that like, if it takes him that long to like find the right one, is it going to take me that long? And it did take me quite a while. Like I was not someone who dated much at all. And I did not, I mean, I met my husband at 27 and did not date much at all before then. So I was like, oh my God, is this like a genetic thing that like we can't find good relationships in my father's bloodline? So I think that we take on some of our family members' stories and we let ourselves get really uncomfortable in them. And I want to encourage you to step back a little bit and let your family's stuff be their stuff. And so I see this happen a ton with addiction and mental illness as well, where maybe you have a family member or a partner who struggles with addiction or mental illness. And because you love them, you protect them and you don't want to share it. Or because you're embarrassed by their behavior, maybe their behavior has been really hurtful and damaging. Maybe they've, you know, taken advantage of you. Maybe you've had to take a lot of care of them. There's all sorts of reasons that you might feel either protective of them or embarrassed by them or just have this like big secret around addiction or mental illness in your family. I think that's extremely common. If that's your story, I really want to impress upon you that addiction and mental illnesses are illnesses and there doesn't need to be any more shame around them than someone in your family that might have cancer. I always bring that up to people when I talk to them about those kinds of things. Like if you have a parent who is an alcoholic or a sibling who's an alcoholic, they have an illness. And so maybe they've hurt you. Maybe they've destroyed a lot of relationships. Maybe you're totally horrified by their behavior. Maybe you've cut them out and all those things can be fine and, and that can be sometimes a very appropriate move to place a firm boundary. But also when you keep this hidden in shame, it really holds you back. And I know I've seen someone in Momentum Mamas talking more openly about having a sibling who struggles with addiction. And I am so impressed by the way that she does not own that herself. She does not own her sibling's addiction as her issue. She has really firm, clear boundaries around how this family member is allowed to interact with her family, but she does not take responsibility for that person's behavior or for their illness. And I think she has some really good lines around that. And also that takes a ton of work, but it's so freeing when you do the work and you can then share the story openly and you can let it then be a part of your story. Because the thing about it is that yes, other people's stories are their stories and not yours. So like my mom's has been a nun. That's her story. That's not my story. But being raised by someone who was in the convent for 16 or 17 years, wow, like that definitely had an impact on me. Being raised by a father who has been married five times and doesn't really know how to father, that had a huge impact on me. So that part of my story, even though a lot of that is his story, There's also a big part of that that has impacted my story. So if I can set these secrets free, then I can move forward and I can frame the ending of the story in a way that gives me the power to move forward. And that's what's so, so important. So another piece of this is considering issues around abuse and infidelity. And these are other things that we don't talk about. We don't talk about marriages falling apart because of abuse and infidelity. We often will say that, you know, things just didn't work out and what have you. And I'm not saying like you need to run around town being like, well, my husband cheated on me or I cheated on my husband. But I think that over time, it's important to set those secrets free so that you can make space 
for your future. And if you don't set those secrets free, you won't be able to heal in order to make space for your future. So if you are in that situation where you haven't set a secret free, where you have been in a situation where there's been abuse or where there's been infidelity, and you have clinged on to that without sharing it with anyone, I would like to encourage you. Now, I'm not saying like put it up on Facebook. You certainly can if you want, but I'm saying like find a trusted couple people that you could share that with. If nothing else, find a therapist, find a neutral third party where you can just go sit and be totally vulnerable, which will still be uncomfortable, but it will give you that safe place to share and open up. I know that when I've seen people go through infidelity and I've seen people getting out of abusive relationships, that the amount of processing that has to go on, it's long and it's big and it's uncomfortable and it's ongoing and it has to happen in order for that growth to happen, in order for there to be healing, in order for you to move on in a positive way. Just today, I did an amazing interview with Karen Rockhind, which isn't going to go live for probably a couple months now, but she talked about post-traumatic growth. So most of us have heard about post-traumatic stress syndrome, but she talked about post-traumatic growth, and that's the growth that happens after trauma. And so thinking about what traumas have you experienced, maybe it's around abuse, maybe it's around addiction, maybe it's around infidelity, maybe it's around you know a relationship, your parents' divorce, like trauma can happen in so many different ways. But if you haven't processed the trauma, then the, you get stuck in that place where the growth can't happen. So how can you work through the healing in order to open up the opportunity for post-traumatic growth. And I think that's so, so important. And that involves work and it involves discomfort, but also on the other side of that work and discomfort is your power and your ability to thrive. And that's huge. It's your ability to go from that little girl who had to hide a family secret to being the soaring woman who's breaking barriers and rewriting her story. So it's really, really important. The other piece to consider is that when you release these secrets, you open up more mental space for other things. So if you are holding on to these secrets and letting them take up space, you don't have the same amount of room for other things in your life. And so this has been huge for me in the last year, really, really working on forgiveness around some things with my relationship with my dad because I can't afford the mental space for anything else. Like it doesn't benefit me to hold mental space for something that isn't serving me. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly, Vinny was having a toe-skin irritation issue, and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him, and it was getting kind of like icky, and you know, like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse. And so Active Skin Repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately. And I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body, but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, 
my toes all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And for something that's keeping me really stuck in a story that's actually not true. So when I look at the story that's true and the story that is honest, I can acknowledge where I am at and my ability to forgive and move forward. And the beautiful thing about forgiveness is that it allows you to move forward. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you accept everything about another person. It doesn't mean that you forget a way that a person has treated you or a way that maybe they've been dismissive of you or things that they've said about you that have been hurtful or damaging. Forgiveness means that you move forward, letting that person be who they are, maybe still with a lot of boundaries around it, like maybe saying, I acknowledge you for who you are and you are not invited to be in my life right now, but I am letting go of this and I'm moving forward. And forgiveness can also mean like I'm ready to move forward with you. So you can decide, does forgiveness mean I want to move forward with you or I, like I'm acknowledging this and I want to move forward with you or I'm acknowledging this and I want to move forward without you. You get to decide. But forgiveness gives you that space or that opportunity to open up that mental space for other things. And something that I realized is that I wouldn't say I was in a place of not being able to forgive certain things in my relationship with my dad, but I've been in a place of feeling like I should try to fix certain things and then really recognizing at a certain point that I need to forgive certain situations because there's a lot of things I can't fix and I'm going to move forward and I'm going to leave the door open. Like the door's always open. I don't have any hard feelings, but I need to move forward to create mental space for other things because otherwise I'm just going to stay stuck here and I can't afford to stay stuck here. That's not fair to the people in my life who are showing up in really positive, powerful ways. So it's not fair to my son. It's not fair to my husband. It's not fair to my whole community here. If I'm like stuck in this cycle of what should I do to try to fix this? Should I do something? Should I not do something? Like, no, no, (laughs) no. I have made it really clear where my boundaries lie 
in a relationship. I've made it really clear that the door is open within these certain boundaries. And I've made it really clear that that's where the line needs to be right now. So I'm going to move forward. And now my dad thinks I'm really angry, which is projection and deflection. And that's going to happen. It might be gaslighting too. So if you're familiar with any of those terms, that can happen a lot where people will label you things and you're like, wait, but I think you're talking about yourself. That can happen. So when you start to set your secrets free, a lot of stuff can come up and people might, might be really uncomfortable with you talking about things and that's okay. They have the right to feel that way, but you also have a right to own your story and you also have a right to acknowledge as publicly as you want what your experience has been. And so for me, I can publicly acknowledge what my experience has been. If my dad wants to label me as angry, which he has done, that's fine because I can see the integrity of that label and that comment and I know it for what it is. And I know that what the face value of that comment actually means. And I know that it's projection and I know that it's deflection and that's fine. And so it was actually really freeing for me to be able to process that in the last year and let go of the energy around that and let go of this being like this kind of this secret relationship that I was working on in my head. And instead just being like, okay, so I'm actually not actively working on this anymore. (laughs) Like I'm just letting it go. I have forgiven. I've moved on. I feel totally neutral about the whole thing, which feels great. Even if he thinks I'm angry. So now I can talk really openly and clearly about this. And there's a lot of freedom and power in that. And that means I have a lot more mental space for other things. And I think the same thing happened when this woman came to this conversation and said, I have this secret that my mom and my stepmom are sisters and it's been holding me back. And I've been feeling stuck in this for my whole life since I was a tiny little girl. As soon as we can start talking openly about that, we can start moving forward and we can be protective of other people to the point that we want to be. And we can be considerate of other people to the point that we want to be. But at the same time, we have to own our own experiences and our own stories and find the power in those experiences and in those stories and be really clear on what we're willing to save mental space for. And we don't need to save mental space for other people's situations. And I mean, obviously you don't want to hurt other people, but you don't need to save mental space for other people's situations when like we're all grownups and we all can take care of ourselves. And so be thoughtful about how you move through sharing secrets, be thoughtful about setting secrets free, but also give yourself the space and the grace to own your story and to be clear with the impact someone else's behavior has had on your life. You can say, hey, you have hurt me and you've left this gaping hole in my life or my heart. And that's okay. I'm moving forward. It's fine. It's fine if you don't want to be a part of my life. That's your choice. I can't change that, but I'm going to move forward now. Or you can say, you know, your addiction has hurt me in the following ways and I've forgiven you and I'm willing to move forward with you under these conditions. Or at this time, I'm not willing to move forward with you. And then you can share with that with other people. This person in my life has been impacted by addiction, and this is where we're at with it right now. It is so helpful to other people to know. I wanted to say to know what your secrets are. Now, that doesn't mean I think you should just like sit down with someone new and be like, so let me tell you all my secrets. But it is really helpful to other people as you get to know someone and as you start to build connections with people to let people know where you're coming from and what you're holding in your heart. And Glennon Doyle talks about this in Carry On Warrior, where she finally gave up on like keeping secrets from 
mom friends at the park. And this one mom that she would always see was like, every time they'd see each other, it was like, Hey, how are you? Fine, fine. I'm fine. And then finally one day she was like, so I'm not fine. I'm a recovering addict and I have a severe eating disorder and I didn't ever plan to get pregnant. And she just like let loose on this mom. And the other mom was like, Oh my God. So my marriage is completely falling apart. And like, they just like had it out like with all their truths and they set all their secrets free, like in the middle of a playground one day. And that relationship, the benefit of that was that suddenly they were both seen to the other person and that allowed them to actually form a relationship. So when you're not showing up in your stories and you're not owning your stories and you're not sharing yourself and you're staying stuck in those little girl places, you're not actually forming relationships and building dynamic relationships that will serve you down the road and that will allow you to build a really firm foundation. So people might consider me like an oversharer because I share a lot of things, but also I share because I think it's a means of connection. So I'll tell anyone about my mom being a nun, about my dad's marriages, about my relationship with my dad, about IVF, about infertility, like all these things, because that sets me free. I don't need to be beholden to those secrets because that's just keeps me this little girl that keeps me like that eight-year-old little girl laying in bed filled with anxiety and terrorized by burglars every night, which is exactly what I was at eight years old. So Last piece of this, releasing your secrets energizes and invigorates you because you're not stuck in the worry of the what if. What if someone finds out? What if they find out that my husband's an addict? What if they find out that I cheated? What if they find out that my mom hit me? What if they find out this, that, or the other thing? As soon as you release that, you no longer have that burden around you anymore. You don't have that burden on your back. And that changes everything. Because again, it opens up space. It opens up space in your head. It opens up space in your heart. And it really allows you to start moving forward. And it allows you to see that people are more than happy to meet you where you're at. Carrie said this in her Shameless Mom review at the beginning of this episode, that when you show up and show people where you're at, they want to help you. Like people want to listen to you. They want to support you. And you have to let them do that. And so share yourself more openly and more completely, and people will be honored to hold that space with you. So I hope this has been really helpful. And I want you to think about if there is something that you've been holding really close to you that might not have anything to do with you that you could release Or maybe it does have something to do with you, but you could release it and you could find some freedom and you could open up mental space in your head and you could open up space in your heart that would give you more space for the things that you love, for the things that let you up and really allow you to become that woman who soars and is breaking boundaries and rewriting stories for herself and her family. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. 
Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.